Hey everybody, welcome to the Balance Boss Podcast. I am your host, Lauren Zoller, and today's guest is Christina Richens. Christina is the Minister of Enlightenment and Commerce at the Republic of Tea. She has been the Minister of Enlightenment and Commerce for over 15 years and is an expert on all things tea-related. Her mission is to educate and inspire people throughout the world about tea, its varieties, origins, rituals, and health benefits. Founded in 1992, the Republic of Tea sparked a tea revolution. The company began by canvassing the most prized tea gardens of the world for their worthiest leaves. With a mission to see these teas steaming in the cups of men, women, and children everywhere, and to emphasize a sip-by-sip rather than gulp-by-gulp lifestyle. Experiencing supreme good fortune, the Republic of Tea has progressed, constantly enriching people's lives through the experience of premium teas, education, and innovation. Christina is full of so much knowledge on how you can use tea to enhance your life and stay balanced. Without further ado, let's jump right in. Welcome to the Balanced Boss Podcast, where we discuss how to live abundantly in all areas of your life. Here is your host, and work-life balance coach, Lauren Zola. Christina, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Lauren. I'm so excited. I know that we're going to talk about quite a bit today, and I'm a huge tea drinker myself. And so for the people that are listening that aren't necessarily familiar with tea, or maybe they've been drinking tea for a while. I know that we're going to be talking a lot about how you can boost your health through tea and how you can make it a ritual for yourself. But before we get started, I always like to begin the Balance Boss podcast with an intention setting, and I'm going to hand that over to you today. So can you go ahead and set an intention for the listeners on how you want them to feel either as the show is happening or once the show is complete? Certainly. So the intention that I have for the listeners is to learn about and feel what we at the Republic of Tea call Tea Mind. And it's a calm but alert state of mind that you experience as you sip tea. We refer to it, it's the perfection, the harmony, the natural serenity, and the true aesthetic of every moment and in every natural thing. So it's truly about being present. Mm, which is so important right now. Sure. Presence is, well, presence is important all of the time, but it's funny. I was talking yesterday to a group of people about how it's so important, especially in this moment that we really tap into presence and ritual can help you do that. And I know that we're going to talk about that in a little bit, but can you tell us a little bit more about you and your story and how the Republic of Tea was created and, and came to be? Well, sure. Let me start with the Republic of Tea, because that's just an outstanding story. Then it's a journey that continues, but began with a husband and wife, um, Mel and Patricia Ziegler, and a business partner that they had. They all met in the early 90s. They were part of a group of social venture network, is what it was called back then. And they had this dream of a tea revolution. Mel and Patricia had, they were, they're great travelers and they had started a company uh, prior to the Republic of Tea, which you may be familiar with called the Banana Republic. And after they sold the Banana Republic, they continued with this, this passion for tea because when they had traveled um, for the Banana Republic and sourcing, they found that tea was, it's just magical and was abundant all over the world and great, great quality, but not when they came home to the USA. So 
that was what their inspiration was, was to revolutionize tea in America. And they uh, corresponded via fax. And so they published a book uh, called The Republic of Tea. And um, I have it here, which I I'd encourage people to check out. You can find it on Kindle. Um, and the book is considered a story of the creation of a business as told through the personal letters of its founders. And so the book is just this com compilation of these faxes going back and forth and how they just birthed this company, this whole vision. And we still refer back to the book. That's just how we call it. We, we go back to the book frequently because it was as if a roadmap was written for the Republic of Tea over 28 years ago that continues to keep us on track and focused on, on what the brand really means to people and means to us, the ministers, um, in which I can talk about our, our quirky and whimsical titles in a moment. So um, that's how the company got started. And shortly after it started though, um, the, the Mel and Patricia, everyone was having a lot of change and they were looking for some, some partners, some equity partners. And a man named Ron Rubin was reading the book. Uh, Ron reads about a business book a week at least. And he just fell in love with the story and had vision, reached out to Mel and Patricia and Bill. And the next thing you know, he was buying the company and Ron is still, the, um, the Rubin family owns the Republic of Tea still in uh, about five years ago, Ron succeeded the company to his son. His son, Todd, now is the Minister of Evolution and President of the Republic of Tea. So that's a brief story of the evolution of the Republic of Tea to date. Um, and me, I came to the Republic of Tea uh, in early January of 2003. Um, I was originally the Minister of West Commerce, and then I became the Minister of Education, and then the Minister of Commerce. And now I'm the Minister of Commerce and Enlightenment. So that's a little bit of my journey. <laughs> a lot of roles. <laughs> Oh my gosh, how cool though. I mean, it really sounds like you all are a family. Truly. In a way. It's a like family it's really run this, company. This, it's a family. Yes. It is. It is. We all care about care about each other in that way. And I think part of this unique character of every all the employees being ministers, it, it one, it kind of flattens any hierarchy. And it also mm. gives us all distinct contributions just by what our titles say about what we do for the company. I mean, there's the Minister of Creativity, there's the Minister of Harmony, there's a Minister of um, First Impressions. So we have all these creative titles that, that help us have joy and whimsy to what our responsibilities are. So maybe just even within the title, we, we find some balance. I love that. I love it. And I love that there's, that everyone is a minister within the company too, that really, to be able to flatten the hierarchy within a, in an organization, whether it's a corporation or a company that you're in, is such a different concept. And so I'm interested in knowing is, do you feel like that is something that is really embraced in regards to the company culture? I mean, is everyone seen on the same playing field and is it really a collaborative effort? Absolutely. Absolutely it is. I think- yeah. Yeah, we all, um, especially in, you know, we, I think it's all very, so many things become so apparent in, the, in this phase that we're in, in the world today. Uh, and so because we, we're food, essentially a food business, we're essential. 
So we have a lot of people who were uprooted quickly and had to be working in their home offices who have never had that experience before. And then mm -hmm. many that are still going in every day and working really hard to keep the company going. So when, when we have this situation that's going on, I think our gratitude for each other has just deepened. Love it. I absolutely love it. So are there any certain rituals that you all do together? I know that we're going to talk about rituals in a second, but as for whatever reason in my brain, I just have this vision of the entire company coming together for a, you know, a company-wide meeting and all having some sort of ritual in, you know, relation to tea happening within everyone. Is there some sort of like company-wide tea ritual that's known that you all More practice together? So many answers to that question. So I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to edit myself. So one I'll start with, uh, well, we delight in tea. So we're always, we're all sipping tea all the time. It's, it's abundant for us. It's, um, there's so much to try and to share. We all have different favorites. I have different favorites by the hour. So I think right there, there is ritual just in that we all sip tea. But then when we take it, I could go in one direction that we, we have to professionally taste every ingredient that mm. we blend with. And then we taste it uh, hot. We taste it cold. We go through numerous iterations and edits to finalize a blend. So, and that whole process of tasting is called cupping. So there's, there is just a unified ritual in the entire tea industry where you cup tea. So in what it is, is, we all have a uniform white cup that we use. We make sure we, we catalog so everything is consistent, the temperature, the steep time. And, um, and then there's a whole step that we take in how you taste. You, you aerate your mouth. So you're, you're tasting the tea with a, with a breath. And you're also paying attention to all the factors, what, what it, how it smells how, um, the, what the color looks like. If every, you're just taking note of every sense that you can about each sip that you take. So right there, it, you drill down into this pretty real, re ritualistic sequence of events wow. for every ingredient for every tea. So that's just, that's, that's just exponential. So I would say yeah. that we have designated cupping rooms and, it's very, um, it's very systematic the way that we go about it. So, and we also cup, uh, we've been cupping virtually um, also. So when some people are in different parts of the country, we get on video, we've been doing this for years and we go through virtual cuppings and we even do that internationally. Wow. How cool. So it's, it really is. I, I had no idea. It really is like being a sommelier or having, having, you know, a wine tasting or, really getting to know all of the complex flavors. Tea is the same way. You don't think about that when you, I mean, I know I've, I've been a tea drinker for years, but I didn't know how complex it is going into the creation of a tea once it arrives into your house. All of that, all of those steps happen from far away where the ingredients originate. And that's, we source from over 50 different countries. So we, wow. that all ingredients, that's herbs included. Really, tea primarily grows in, in five um, countries or premium tea pr primarily grows in five countries. So, um, but yeah, all these different ingredients are coming from all these different places. There are so many variables that can happen between 
when it's harvested to when it arrives to us. But the, one of the most interesting thing is the majority of ingredients don't go through many steps. It, they're just mm-hmm. like when you dry your herbs in your, in your garden or that's growing in your, in, on, on your kitchen sill. You know, that's all really that tea is. It's just the dried leaf that then becomes alive again when it infuses with water. I love it. So is there, I know we're going to talk about creating your own personal tea routine because I think it's so important. So kind of a a two-pronged question. Can you tell us a little bit about your own, because we've talked about the the corporate-wide and the company-wide tea rituals that happen, but it's also important, and I'm sure that you have your own tea ritual that you follow day-to-day, or maybe if you're dealing with different circumstances in your life, you follow different rituals for, you know, certain circumstances. Can you talk about your personal tea rituals? And then if someone is new to tea and they want to start to implement a tea ritual where they should start? Sure. So answering that question with regards to me, well, there, again, I have so many answers there too, because I have the luxury of having an abundance of different teas and herbs around me all the time. Mm. And I have a, a electric kettle, I have hot water when it, as all the time. Um, so for me, it's really about my space or why I'm drinking the tea, what I'm focusing on, if it's about me or if it's a project. Um, you know, so my rituals tie more, more is intertwined with my work Mm-hmm. Um, but for people who are new to tea or people who are looking for some semblance of routine or they want a ritual, it, it starts with just the selection of the tea. And then I think a lot of it, for a lot of people, it's the, it's the tea wear. You know, they might have a favorite cup or they really like the sound of the way the kettle whistles. Those sorts of things can all play into it. And then with the Republic of Tea, one great part of the of the of a ritual is that our tins are airtight. So when you open them, they make a pop noise. So that almost starts this sensory journey that you go with each cup of tea. And when you open up the tin, all this aroma is going to flood out. And so that you know awakens your your senses, awakens um, your olfactory senses, and then you go through the steps. So I think paying, again, it goes back to that being present, being really mindful of, of these steps that you can take, because then by the time you actually settle down and take your first sip, you've already immersed yourself in a ritual, an experience that, that is unique to itself. So I would, that's what I would encourage someone to do if, they're, if they want to find their way into a, a, a tea ritual for themselves. Make it personal. Um, or you can make it about how you prepare tea for a loved one. When I'm preparing tea for somebody else, it's an entirely different ritual, um, which is special all into itself. So those would be some, yeah. some tips I would consider. Yeah, I love it. I I use actually tea within my coaching practice as an anchoring technique for a lot of clients, which I think is something, it, it really does encompass everything that you just spoke about in being able to use, because there is so you, you are tapping into so many senses when it comes to tea and creating tea for yourself, even with the way that it, if you're using a loose leaf tea, mm-hmm. the way that it looks, um, the way that it looks in the glass. I mean, there are so many things that you can use to build into a tea ritual. So I think it's 
so interesting that you said that because for me, I know that if I'm dealing with anxiety or if I'm having a bout of depression, or if I feel like I need to have energy in the morning, or if I need to wind down for bed, there are different teas that I can go to. And it's, it's the whole process. Like it's the whole process of making sure that you boil the water and allow the, the tea to steep so that you can really get the aroma and the smell and the feel of the tea. So I think it's, it is really interesting that you're saying that, you know, really be mindful of all of the different steps. I think it's so easy to just boil the water and put the water, put the tea bag in the water and then walk away and come back and drink it. But to have that whole process is something to really kind of anchor you and ground you. And there are likely, oh, excuse me. There are likely tea rituals happening that people have every day that they might not recognize. And now maybe Mm -hmm. they'll recognize it a little bit more and then appreciate it even more because yes, it's very easy to, to speed through and, and make it so routine that you don't pay attention to it or honor it. And I think um, staying in that space, like you said, letting tea be an anchor uh, could be very beneficial. Um, at, that, at the Republic of Tea, we have a, um, a mantra or a saying that is, uh, it's, our, it's our, our guidance to our lifestyle. It's that we live sip by sip rather than gulp by gulp. And I think mm. even just that reminder of like, I'm going to sip my tea. I'm not going to gulp it and then run off to the next thing or just <laughs> really be paying attention to each sip, uh, I think slows us down and, and grounds us. I completely agree. It's, it's interesting too, because I feel like there is such, even when I think about the difference between tea and coffee personally for myself, it's, there is such a grounding, calming, sip by sip nature when it comes to tea. So I love that you just brought that up. So I have another question for you in regards to kind of the current situation that we're in now. I know that we're in a little bit of a strange situation with the pandemic and everything that's happening with COVID-19. And I know personally, not just for myself, but for clients that I've been in conversation with over the past couple weeks, that anxiety has been such, it's been such an issue and really keeping anxiety at bay. So are there any Republic of Tea teas that you recommend for anxiety or for restlessness? Well, I can go again. There are so many answers. I think the first thing I would say is let the teas talk to you, like let surrender to them, see what seems to be best for you. Some people might need, um, they might need some more energy, but they don't want kind of the frenzy energy. So maybe something like, like we have a double milk oolong, which is creamy and sweet, but has some caffeine. So that might be something that can help someone maybe take a shift Mm-hmm. Um, still be, still feel really productive. I think that might be some, where some anxiety comes from is people might not feel like they're, they're being as productive as they were. Um, and maybe they need that. So that's one direction, but then, you know, any, any tea that, uh, is very aromatic, maybe that lavender can be very soothing. Um, also if, you know, chamomile is another ingredient, we have a beautiful biodynamic chamomile that, that, the flowers grow in Italy near the Alps. Um, so that might be another one to explore. But again, I think it's really about looking for what you might feel like you need. We Maybe, maybe adding some ashwagandha 
And we have a clarity and calm, which is a, a, an herb that ashwagandha can help the body adapt to stress. So that might be another direction. There are so many that yeah. I think can help, but I kind of go back to the, the benefits of slowing down by paying attention to your senses that I've, I find for me that helps lower any anxiety that I have is if I can breathe and smell and sip and kind of feel the, the like a, some rhythm, I feel like anxiety can lessen. Yeah, completely agree. So this is called Christina, the balance boss podcast. And my favorite question to ask kind of to wrap things up um, is, you know, I'm, I'm a huge component in making sure that you're living fully, not just in the work that you create and the work that you do, but also in your home life and the way that you show up for friends and family and, and for yourself. So I'm interested in knowing what are your just non-negotiable self-care items that you do either on a daily basis, a weekly basis that keep you grounded and balanced in the space where you can show up for yourself and also show up at work the way that you need to show up at work? Well, well one obviously is, is sipping a lot of teas, a lot of these <laughs> teas and herbs are really, I I'm, I'm so, so blessed, so fortunate that I work in an industry that I, I truly am in love with. So I get to be part of what I love every day. But other than that, I would say just living a healthy lifestyle, taking care of myself, exercising every day, um, finding joy in nutrition and using different ingredients to make my own teas and herbs, uh, changing it up uh, and being creative in that way. I think um, also expressing the way that I, that I feel um, really helps in my self-care, I, I, I like to challenge myself and be a, a constant learner. So trying to find ways to think creatively um, in, in all aspects of my life and encourage others to do the same, I would say that that helps to bring um, balance and, and self-care. Respecting myself is a big part of mm. it too. Yeah, that's so, so important. So what's next for the Republic of Tea? Is there anything that we need to kind of keep our eye out for? Are there any new teas that are going to be releasing soon or anything that's new on your front that we need to know about? Uh, yes. So <laughs> we have, well, we have well over 300 varieties, more than any other brand. And we continue to innovate. That's truly at the core of who we are. It's endless. We have ideas for years and years to come of new and creative blends um, to offer to our citizens. I didn't tell you about, you're a citizen of the Republic, by the way, Lauren. Everyone who sips the Republic of Tea is, is part of the citizenry. So um, what we have coming, we just launched a line of super digest teas. So these are uh, teas and herbs that we've also added a probiotic to that's, that will last, it's, it will, um, it's heat resistant. So that's a newest collection. And then we have our very successful beautifying botanicals. These are incredibly aromatic, very soothing, just delicious. So those would be two areas to um, explore with the Republic of Tea, super digest and beautifying botanicals that can easily be found on our website. And then we're all, like I said, we're always innovating. So we have some new teas um, in creation that will be coming <laughs> out maybe later this year, probably the beginning of next year. 
I love it. Is, is there going to be like, a, do you all have currently a super immune, immune booster or is there an immune tea that's coming out with everything that's been happening? We've, we've had it for years. So we have uh, several varieties of immune boosting teas. We have, um, our, we have a get immunity. We have a, um, a get wellness. That one's been around for a long time. It's delicious. It's got um, some, some licorice notes to it too. Mm. Um, we have a whole collection. Our Be Wells is a collection of teas that we launched 13 years ago, really ahead of the ahead of the um, attention to teas for wellness and teas and herbs for wellness. And that collection c- continues to um, expand and really has something in there for for anybody at any time that might need um, something different. Like we have one of the teas that I've been enjoying lately. Maybe this answers an earlier question. We have a, our Get Happy. Mm. Um, has some St. John's wort in it. And uh, all of the B wells are based with rooibos, which is a South African caffeine-free herb that has wellness benefits of its own. So really, there are so many building blocks to, um, to how we make our different blends. And really, just about holding that steamy cup of tea in your hands, I think, can provide some sort of a, of a health benefit in some way, even if it's just slowing down and maybe relaxing your mind for, for a few minutes. Absolutely. Love it so much. Christina, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been such a pleasure talking to you and figuring out and hearing more about Republic of Tea and how to create tea rituals in your own life. Where can people find Republic of Tea if they want on the internet? Do you all have an Instagram page, a website? Can you talk about where someone can follow and visit and purchase Republic of Tea if they want it? We have an extensive um, one-stop tea shop at republicoftea.com. So please do visit us there. There's a lot of information. And like I said, with over 300 teas and herbs, people can spend a lot of joyous time on our website. But, and we're also on Instagram, at Republic of Tea. Um, you can find and an Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, etc. cetera. Um, we're pretty easy to find once you start looking for us. Uh, hashtag sip by sip is another easy way to find more about the Republic of Tea. I love it. Christina, thank you so much for being on the show. And I will be getting some of the Republic of Teas soon to be adding to my collection. It was such an honor to have you and hopefully we can have you on again soon. Oh, I would appreciate that. It was great to talk with you, Lauren. Thank you. Thank you. you.